Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KFI AM640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, then after 4 o'clock, John and Ken on demand. It's the podcast, same as the radio show, and you can listen to what you missed. Posted after 4 o'clock. Welcome. Whether you listen live or you listen later on, this is the kind of show where you might want to take a shower afterwards. We got some perverts in the news. We'll give you an update on the attempted rapist in Long Beach story. Uh, The woman at the center of that is coming back on the show at 3 o'clock for an update. Now, when we last talked about it yesterday, the L.A. County District Attorney's Office was reconsidering uh, the misdemeanor charges that they filed against this homeless guy that dropped his pants and knocked over a woman, ripped up her, uh, lifted up her dress and knocked her over on a street in Long Beach a few weeks ago. So uh, Rebecca is going to come back on at three to give us the update on that story. And the other perv is a new one is in Norwalk. And this is a creepy story that Fox 11 aired. We're going to also play you their, uh, the audio of their story coming up later on. But uh, <clears throat> he likes to uh, watch children. And it looks like he likes to touch himself while he watches children, while he sits in his uh, car uh, with his laptop and it looks like a blanket or a pillow that he covers oh, himself we'll, with. We'll probably get more listening from the vagrants today since we have uh, <laughs> those stories. Yeah, I don't know if this guy's a vagrant or not. I, uh, he's got a car. I don't know. They blurt out his face. <laughs> Because he actually he actually talked to the reporter, defending his right to uh, yeah. it's a free you know country he can stand there and look at yeah. kids and uh, you're right he might be working for a law firm I don't I shouldn't jump to conclusions <laughs> he's so, vagrant uh, adjacent we're going to begin the show though with the migrant watch and what a story this is a bunch of Democrat mayors from the cities that have been overwhelmed with the migrants that uh, Joe Biden has let come into the United States, mostly through Texas since he's become president. As you know, the numbers are all-time records. Uh, Texas is doing what it has to do, and it's really not that big a portion of the migrants, but they are busing no. off some to cities. No, but the one in New York, it's it's 10% of the migrants. 90% Ten- of the migrants did not come from a Texas bus. Oh, okay, yeah, the other 90% take, found their way other than to New York. Yes. Right, right, right. They, they, right. they didn't come from Arizona? or. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Texas governor, the, he said about 10, 12, 13,000, something in that range. Last yeah. time uh, there was a quote. Uh, and they have over 100,000. So so they everyone's using Greg Abbott as the uh, boogeyman, right? No, nice. He's not. 90% of the migrants in New York, most of the migrants that came to L.A., came through other methods, not through Greg Abbott's buses. Right, but it's easy to use the buses as the uh, well, you know the straw man here and say, oh, look at that. They're dropping all these uh, migrants <laughs> off here. They didn't even ask us. And, yeah, they're trying to. I, it's, I don't think it's it, inhumane. I don't think anyone intelligent buys that argument. I really don't. Not when you've you've prattled on for But how years do they know the, the numbers that you know? I mean, you you rattle off well, the numbers which are correct, um, but people don't um, know that. 
Well, I'm, I'm like, I'm, oh, look at Texas getting rid of all their migrants to these poor cities that are overwhelmed. It's what we're here for, to inform people. Oh, yeah, I don't think, I think our audience knows. That's why, that's why I engage in the battle every day. The greater ignorant Californians uh, who vote for people that they vote for uh, are very insulated from the truth in these matters. Uh, so, well, the Daily Mail reported that it's the mayors of New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, Denver, and Houston who are headed to Washington, D.C. to ask for more money. Uh, apparently, Congress has been asked for $1.4 billion but these mayors said we need $5 billion to deal with these migrant numbers. The update I have, uh, and you'll see why in a moment, is that it certainly was the New York City mayor, Eric Adams, and along with the Chicago mayor and the Denver mayor. I don't think Karen Bass went. I don't think that part is accurate. I looked, tried to find out. It says L.A., but she may have been part of the letter. But I don't think she was just in D.C. Remember, she took her whole fleet of people there. And yeah, walked it says she... They've joined forces to demand the White House step in. So, I mean, she might have been part of the letter. Yeah, yeah. They said in the letter that they need $5 billion. Now, some of these mayors actually went to Washington, D.C. Um, and Eric Adams and didn't make it to Washington, D.C. He abruptly turned around. And the reason for that is one of his top fundraisers, fundraisers had an FBI raid at her home. Uh, boy, there's a lot of corruption that's swirling around Eric and, Adams and people and close to him. And screaming was heard from her home as the FBI was was like a shock or something. Uh, I don't know. Who knows or what they, they were they doing? They opened her underwear drawer. What does that mean? Well, screaming. They they do that. I mean, they go through every single drawer. They do. Uh, they turn everything upside down. They pull everything out of the closets. Yeah, you so, do uh, not want to be subject to an FBI raid. They don't kid around. No, they and, rip the clothes uh, right off you. Just to give you the details on that briefly, her name is Brianna Suggs. And apparently, uh, yeah, uh, they uh, surrounded her home today. Uh, that's why Eric Adams had to cancel his meetings in Washington, D.C. to ask for more money for the migrants and head back to New York to deal with a matter. This is what we learned that it is. She's already raised two and a half million for his 2025 reelection yeah. campaign. Uh, so sure you can probably speculate here as to what they're looking sure to her for. Sure, all that money's on the up and up, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> the FBI is showing up. Uh, yeah, she's, uh, it says in September, Eric Ulrich, uh, Eric Adams, former buildings commissioner and senior advisor, was indicted by the Manhattan DA. Oh, is that uh, right? Conspiracy and bribe taking. Right. right. There you go. <laughs> he also helped organize a big fundraiser for Mr. Adams in 2021. And in July, they indicted six more people, including a retired police inspector who once yeah. worked and socialized with Mr. Adams for conspiring yeah. to funnel illegal donations to it the is mayor's a, 2021 campaign. It is a corrupt store. It's like Los Angeles. And, and all the city council members. It's just a corrupt sword. They're only there to steal money from somebody else, to, to raise money, to yeah. trade their votes. That's all they're there for. I, I, I want to grab people by the hair sometimes and slam their head against the wall. It's like, do you understand? All these people are criminals. Criminals. Stop voting for them. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, the other cities involved in this plea for more money, Denver, Mayor Mike Johnson, uh, they've had 24,000 migrants that have arrived since last year, and their shelter system has run out of space. They're spending $2 million a week in housing mm -hmm. uh, with 2,500 migrants staying in shelters. Now, Chicago, which has that new mayor, and this is another crazy one, Brandon Johnson, oh my they have God. received over 17,000 migrants this year. You, you know what I read about him? 
because they have so much crime, so many migrants, homeless people, and and he he's he's a, he's a, a new mayor, right? Doesn't have a lot of experience. He's been having panic attacks, according to uh, uh, the Chicago writers. Oh, really? Yeah, like he's so overwhelmed by the job, he is freaking out, panic attacks, and uh, you know they don't know if he's going to last mentally. <laughs> Oh, that city's in really bad shape. I mean, oh, it is. every it's, it's week horrible. there's another homicide report of all the murders and stuff yeah. going on there. Uh, well, the mayor of Houston. Know, yeah. No, it, it's just this is the natural end to progressive politics. This all had to happen, right? We've been preaching about this for years, that eventually all this is going to blow up into a big disaster, and now it is. And I am amused by this. I can't wait to read how, you know, a guy like Brandon Johnson is having a panic attack or Eric Adams is spinning around at the last minute uh, to head back home because his uh, chief fundraiser is getting uh, roto-rooted by the FBI. I mean, this is, this is, this is glorious stuff. Well, th- these are sanctuary cities, so they should not have any objection to taking on well, the migrants that are coming but, into the U.S., mostly see, into Texas, because they're saying that's we're welcoming. It was just a posture, though. They didn't mean it. They wanted to look cool and progressive. Well, they right? got called on their bluff. Because they get applauded for being cool and progressive. But And I wonder, did any of them, while they were... Uh, prattling on about diversity and equity and inclusivity and uh, we're going to be sanctuary for the immigrants. Did any of them, just for a moment, say, what happens if we suddenly got 100,000 pouring into the city? Where would we put them? I mean, they didn't even plan for it. It didn't even occur to him that if you actually had the 100,000 in New York City, it would be complete chaos. That's what's fascinating. It's one thing to say, we'll take you in, but you got to have a program for it. It's like, well, we don't have any money, and we don't have any space, and we don't have any personnel. It's like, so why were you bragging about Sanctuary City? What, what, what would you do that for? Now his entire mayoralty is taken over by uh, the migrant crisis. And, 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 and more than half the people in New York hate this. And they're, they're going to hold him responsible. It's, I, it's right. a weird hill to die on. We got more coming up. Uh, your chance to win some money is still around, so stay tuned for a keyword. Johnny Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. Yeah, and coming up tomorrow, we're resuming with our Moistline friends. So if you want to drop a message to be part of the Moistline calls on Friday, do it using that app. All you have to do is look for the microphone icon, the John and Ken Show, or call this toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. I hear we have vacancies. Oh, okay. Well, we there have you vacancies. Go. That just means so, I'll make more of these announcements. This is, this is your chance. If you have not been heard yet, this is a good week to call. There you go. If you've not been heard yet. You mean in the 20 years we've been doing this? <laughs> right. There's <laughs> a lot of people who have not been, we have not heard from everyone. <laughs> Uh, and there's a lot of people's messages get rejected every week. So, yeah, that's one of the reasons some, that we've not heard from them. Some people we shouldn't hear from, but yeah. we do have an opportunity. Oh, wow. I'm looking at a story. Uh, there's a couple of places in California that are requiring masking again. Oh, my God. It looks like, <laughs> it looks like it's healthcare settings. Oh, yeah. Hospitals and skilled nursing facilities to prevent you know, the spread of COVID, the flu, and RSV. That's the new one they talk a lot about you know uh, there's a book out 
and it was excerpted in uh, New York Magazine, among other places. And I read it, and, you know, when I see these kind of stories, I immediately want to talk about it, and then I thought, nah, it's about COVID. Nobody wants to hear about that anymore. They but maybe know. it's got to be talked about, because it, the conclusion of the book was all these measures to distance ourselves and close everything down was a failure. <laughs> that after looking at all the research over the last few years, it was a failure. It didn't have to happen. Should not have happened. But yeah, uh, I mean it, that it, that that whole thing had like a super spreading nature to it. That you're right. I don't think there was any way to control it. And no. then the pattern became, oh, it would just blow through in a month, and then everything would calm down again. But you and know, it didn't matter how many people were masking, not masking. There's millions of ninnies in this country that will never accept it, no matter how much uh, proof you show them. Uh, it, they're they're unreachable because they're so emotionally they were so panicked the first time so traumatized they're so emotionally invested in things like masks they they can't uh, they, they'll they'll never come around they're just going to keep repeating the same bizarre behavior over and over again. All right, with regards uh, on the vagrant watch, we have talked about this uh, quite a bit over the last several months. A powerful hotel workers union got a measure to be put on the Los Angeles city ballot in March that would have required hotels to participate in a city program to put homeless residents, I'm reading from the LA Times, it's funny, homeless residents in vacant hotel rooms. Basically, they were going to take Project Room Key, which was voluntary, and make it mandatory. Every day you'd have to report the number of vacancies, and the city let you know if we're going to send some homeless people your way. Horrible. Horrible thing. This is this Unite Here Local 11, which represents 32,000 hotel workers in Southern California and Arizona. Right now, as you know, there are strikes against a number of the hotels over, obviously, wages and benefits. And this was a ploy by the union to gain some leverage. Well, it may have worked because it looks like it's going to be pulled from the ballot because they reached a deal with the L.A. City Council President, Paul Krikorian. Under the agreement, the City Council would approve a new package of regulations on the development of new hotels, forcing them to go through a more extensive approval process. Hotel developers also be required to replace any housing that is demolished to make way for their projects by building new residential units or buying and renovating existing ones. Wow, so, so this, they, they have to be in the housing business now. Well, see, they, no, yeah, this is weird because you have this, the workers' union, not just negotiating for better wages Pay, and benefits right. yeah. for their employees, but they want to make social change by building affordable housing. If the hotels don't build affordable housing, the hotel then, developers have to do it, right? Right. Or, or, what, what, or they're, they're going to really extort. The hotels by saying, "Okay, we're going to put this on the ballot, and we're going to force homeless. We're going to force you to accept homeless people in your hotel." Somewhere in there, it doesn't seem legal. It just uh, that that yeah, seems. This, you're right. There could be some uh, mountains they have to climb here before this becomes a reality. How, I, how do you force a hotel? <laughs> I don't know how you force a hotel to take in homeless people, but that's what was on the ballot. I, I can't believe that would survive in court. And I can't believe the city is stepping in here and saying, well, fine, we're going to force the hotels to build affordable housing or they don't get to build any new hotels. I, I just it sounds to me the linkage here is if they have a new hotel project, 
Yes, they have to build new residential units or buy and renovate existing ones. And supposedly that would be for the employees because the complaint is they can't find decently priced homes near their jobs. So they have to, as they say in the Times, endure punishing commutes. Because the work doesn't pay much because it's it's basic work that anybody can do. You're not supposed to own a home if you're cleaning hotel rooms for a living. You're not going to own a home. You've right. got to do better than that. And the nicest hotels are in the more Fish. expensive neighborhoods. You can't expect to work on a hotel wage and buy, you know, a home in, uh, you know, the, the west side is, of L.A. This is Marxism. This is what the Communist Party tried to do. This will fail, too. This whole thing is going to collapse. You can't force, whether it's fast food companies or hotels, to pay an exorbitant amount of salary for, for simple basic work. So they, the, the people can own homes. Yeah, the government's going to force companies to build homes. This never is actually going to happen. Ay, ay, ay. So it already got signed off by a number of council members, five others. Uh, so it's only two yeah. votes shy of passing. And I don't know whether it's gonna, when it's going to come before the full so, council. But if it happens... The ballot measure would change to voluntary, so it would be like Project Room Key. Hotels could volunteer it, to it, uh, turn over their rooms to the homeless. They wouldn't be forced. It, you know, nobody's going to do that. I wonder if they saw some internal polling that made them nervous, and they thought, well, if we can work uh, yes. out a deal here. Yeah, no, I mean, need- I, mean, I mean the hotel people. Because otherwise, yeah. I would have just folded my arms and say, see if people vote for your stupid measure. Well, I'm thinking this is a face-saving measure. Like they, the union climbed so far out on the limb, they look like fools if they pull it outright. So maybe they, maybe they negotiated with the city council to issue a press release and, you know, here's our compromise. But I, I can't believe any housing is ever going to get built. Housing never gets built because affordable housing does not uh, is not profitable in Los Angeles. That's why nobody builds it well, because it, it costs too much. It costs too much to build in Los Angeles. You can't build anything. You can't put up a mailbox or uh, build a treehouse for your kid. It's all cost too much. Now and that so I look you, at this, you I can't have a feeling have... the hotels did not, you know what? They did not participate in this. You're right. This was a deal made between the politicians and the unions. So I don't know whether or not the hotels like this. The hotel industry <laughs> likes this deal. Maybe they would be willing to take their chances with a vote next March which means if it goes down to defeat, they don't have to do anything with stupid development and building affordable housing. I don't know. Uh, I, I, have whole, to find, I have to find that out. Uh, maybe I'll get ready to get in touch with the them. Whole, the whole thing smells. Yeah, let's get oh, that here guy. It is. We, Heather Roseman, president and chief executive, said, we're still studying the proposal, but commended council members for be willing to listen to all sides of the issue. So they weren't really part of this. This was between the union and the politicians. Let's get that guy on. Who do we have on? Remember, he had a deep radio voice. Yes, he's a spokesman he's good, for yeah. the hotel right. industry. We'll see. He may not have anything to say yet because they, this is brand new story. But uh, we will try to reach out and get him back on the show and see what the, their position is on this quote deal between dopey politicians and the uh, out of whack union. All right. We'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio one till four after four o'clock. John and Ken On Demand, the podcast, same thing as the show. And you can hear what you missed. All right, uh, stand by. Uh, three o'clock, we're going to be going back to Long Beach and talking to the woman that got sexually assaulted by a vagrant a few weeks ago and was stunned to learn the L.A. County D.A. thinks it's a misdemeanor. Unbelievable. We told uh, they were reconsidering that decision, so we're going to find out where it stands at 3.05 when we talk once again to Rebecca Peterson. Now we turn to Norwalk. Norwalk? Not a place we talk about very often. It is part of Los Angeles County. Uh, it's a story from Fox 11. Uh, it's about a creepy guy that likes to hang out and watch children sometimes interact with them. And it appears to be he might be pleasuring himself in his car sometimes. Uh, this is the story from Fox 11 reporter Gina Silva. Honestly, as a mom, like I'm shocked it's gone on this long. Parents in Norwalk say the man sitting in this vehicle is here every day after school, taking photos of children hanging out at New River Park. They've asked him, like, why are you here? Why are you filming the children? And he doesn't really give a specific answer. He just says that it's his right. He sits in his SUV with a blanket, a laptop, and his phone. Usually when the kids are coming out of school, he'll have his laptop pointed facing them and he just records. Is he taking pictures of you? Yeah. We spoke with a 13-year-old student from New River Elementary who says she's actually seen him doing much more than just taking photos. Witness him masturbating, masturbated to kids. Parents say he tries to get the attention of kids by offering different items. One parent snapped this photo of a student she claims received a cigar from the man in the vehicle. He's called several women home with children, and it almost seems like it's a scare tactic. I would hate for anyone to just ignore this and act like, oh, it's just the guy in a car. No, it's, this is disgusting. This is horrible. And I think more people need to be aware of what's going on. My biggest concern is for the safety of the parents and the kids. I just don't want them to taking the law under their, in their own hands. Norwalk I, City Council I, member Rick Ramirez had these cameras installed outside of a children's <laughs> recreation center at the park. New River Elementary also placed this tarp on the school fence. They were hoping it would stop the man from coming to this location. But it hasn't. Why can't something be done about this? Well, technically, he hasn't broken any laws that we oh, know of. Any other laws. than he's been um, harassing. I'm not doing anything wrong, and I have the full right to be there. We spoke with a man accused of being a creep. Fox 11 <laughs> News is not revealing his identity because he hasn't been charged with any crime. I'm not taking pictures of, of kids. You're not? I'm not. He denies everything he's being accused of. Of course he does. And says the concerned parents are just haters. Why do you keep going back knowing haters. you're making these parents uncomfortable? When Rosa Parks wanted to sit in the front of the bus, she could have just sat in the back of the bus and 
not have to deal with the issues. Cesar, uh, Cesar Chavez could have accepted the low wages, not complain, be happy with what, what, he, what he got. But no, they stood up because they knew they were right. And I'm signing up for myself because I know I'm right. Again, we're not identifying huh? this man because he has not been charged with any crime. He insists what he's doing, it's his right, even if it makes those parents uncomfortable. He tells us he's not going to stop. He's That's not Silva Fox. That is, uh, I can't. What was that stuff it. he was babbling there? Comparing himself to oh, Caesar no. Chavez and wages for farm yeah, workers. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't stand when reporters treat uh, mental patients rationally. Well, you know what are you what are you tr trying to do here? Uh, and, well, I have the uh, right. It's like he's a pedophile. Stop everybody. He's a pedophile, and the mothers all know it, but they're afraid of them. They're afraid of him. What we need here is some male energy. We need the police to drag this guy away and give him a good working over in an alleyway, which is the way it used to be handled. I'm not going to sit here and do some kind of uh, legal debate with him over the rights to sit in a car and masturbate while staring at children. Of nice. course, he's going to deny everything. Yeah. But you know what? We used, to, we used to, as a society, deal with this. A couple of dads would take care of the matter. And then he wouldn't show up anymore. Well, you just speak to him sternly. Dead. No, he's got to be. No, actually, he's got to be frightened. I, the cops ought to go and frighten the hell out of him. And then if he doesn't respond, then they, they, you know what? This, this, this is where, this is where everybody's gotten soft. Everybody's gotten afraid. Everybody's worried. Just take care of the matter. All right. We do not what? endorse violence. Stop I don't, it. These people, these mothers, don't want their kids raped. This guy could rape one of the girls. I, I do not understand what's wrong with a society that do, do not want to protect, that does not want to protect young girls from being raped. You could see that Gascon has got no problem with that uh, woman being attacked in Long Beach. Guy jumps her on camera, pants down, dress up. He's ready to go. His, 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 his parts are hanging out. Gascon doesn't see anything wrong with it. Now we got a point here where I never, you know when we were growing up, there is no chance a guy would be able to sit outside of school and look at young girls and young boys, stare at them, take pictures of them, and, 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 and uh, pleasure himself all day. That would not last 10 minutes. Somebody would take care of it. I wonder if the opposite would work because it tells me he likes the attention. If he got ignored... Because, you know, he liked to do the interview. He's talking about his rights. He thinks he's big stuff now. Uh, yeah, the media wants to talk to me. And I'm going to tell him that I have a right to take pictures in, in public spaces. So I'm going to well, stick that, it in his parents' faces. It, the reporter trying to debate him about his rights is stupid. He's clearly insane. He's clearly a pervert. He's clearly a pedophile. Well, how come? It's, you know, it's interesting we're in a time now where people don't say the obvious. Why is everyone afraid to say the obvious? What do you think? He's going to go and sue you? He's going to sue the moms? They should surround his car chanting pedophiles, what they ought to do. Yeah, that's fun. what they ought to do. Take well, that's free speech. Everybody, everybody get around. Yeah, and chant, and chant pedophile. Yeah, pedophile, hound him, right? pedophile. That's a good idea. Home. Hound him. Make him. He should be outcast from society. What if that He's makes him unwelcome. pleasure himself even more? Well, you know, eventually he'll get, he'll get tired of it. Eventually, he'll go on. you got to put the pressure on him. Make him uncomfortable. Why is everyone on defense? All the people being made uncomfortable are the moms and the kids. Well, he, he, he's got no right to do that. What, where, where are the dads? Where are the police? Where are the men in 
that neighborhood to take care of a guy who's terrorizing the mothers and the daughters? Where are they? So if you pleasure yourself in your car, is that uh, uh, public? What am I calling it? Uh, lewd behavior or something? Or is yeah, that not, I don't. Is that you know what? Not public. Yeah. See, this is this is the problem. Is everybody's like trying to thinly slice what the laws and the rights would be. You just simply well, that's have the way to, to harass them. If you have anything to chase after mm. them, you do it. Yeah. That's right. No, You're if there's if there's a thread there, yeah. But you just got you just got to get rid of them. You know, one 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 guy sending a message through the window, it will take care of him. He'll make uh, make him start that car so fast, make him peel out of there so fast. Make him not ever. He's he's got to feel like this is a bad idea to ever enter this neighborhood again, which is what everybody used to do. You don't even have to break any laws. You don't have to commit any violent acts. What you could do is create a climate where he clearly gets the message and is afraid something bad's going to happen. All right, we'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI AM six forty live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. But we don't have men in society anymore. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio 1 to 4. After 4, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. And uh, we found out there's plenty of room on the moist line, so we're inviting your calls. We're still collecting them to play during the 3 o'clock hour tomorrow. To connect with the moist line, it's very simple. All you have to do is use the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or you can go to uh, the toll-free number. One eight seven seven moist eighty six one eight seven seven six six four seven eight eight six. So, whatever you have to spew, it's on your mind. Leave it there, and you might hear yourself sounding off tomorrow, either at three twenty or at three fifty. Uh, we'll bring you some stories concerning Israel versus Hamas after the news at two o'clock, and the word is pause. Last night I was like, "Well, what's the difference between a pause and a ceasefire?" Well, it's I guess same pause- thing. They're trying to say a pause is more temporary. Uh, a pause is uh, means a coward is afraid to say ceasefire. <laughs> I guess so. Well, that's like Biden a, anyway. Yeah, uh, he's a coward. He doesn't want to get people upset with him. But what happens in a ceasefire? You stop shooting. What happens in a pause? You stop shooting. Same thing. And there may be consequences for some of the protesting students on the college campuses, at least according to a few law firms. We'll get into all that coming up after the news at 2 o'clock. Well, in the world of artificial intelligence, there had to be a day when a story like this came out at a high school in New Jersey. John Westfield, is that a nice town? Yes, that is a nice town. I know. I'd say it's upper middle class. Yeah, when I had uh, my accounting job in New York, one of my coworkers came from Westfield, and he used to say it was a pretty nice area. Well, uh, it says here, when girls at Westfield High School in New Jersey found out that boys were sharing nude photos of them in group chats, they were shocked. Not just because it's an invasion of privacy, there weren't any nude photos of them to share. So somebody used an online tool powered by artificial intelligence to make the images and share them with others. Digitally altered or faked images and videos have exploded. Uh, along with the availability of free or cheap artificial intelligence mm-hmm. tools, yeah, uh, yeah, this is so, really this is really useful. This this is a good invention. So every uh, every teenage girl is now going to have her uh, fake nude photos being passed around, and uh, well, the boys are going to go home and uh, they're going to do what that guy was doing in the car, in Norwalk. I yeah, yeah that's you know that's uh, that's good progress. 
Uh, it says here, sophomore boys at the high school are acting weird on Monday, October 16th, whispering among themselves, being quieter than normal. Girls started asking questions. Uh, finally, one boy told some of the girls what the whispering was about. At least one student had used an AI-powered website to make porno images using girls' photos yeah. found online, then yeah. shared them with other boys in group chats. That but, kid ought to but, be locked up now. But they're fake. They're not you. I don't really... Uh... Yeah, but it looks realistic. And people think it's you. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. Well, now, if the know... story's out, they'll know it's not you. Yeah, the but story... they'll get, it'll, it'll get around beyond these boys. It'll be all over the world. They're not going to know. And it, well, they're, they're not going to know who you are around the world. Anyway. No, but it's going to be your face. Hmm. It'll be part of your permanent record. And then, you you know, you could match photos online. Like you could put in somebody's photo and you you can find all the photos on the Internet of this person. In fact, somebody, I went somewhere, they were showing me this technology where, where you could put in a photo and then you'll get a long, in fact, I, I put in my own photo. And well, there was a story. Out. We had it in the pile like two weeks ago. We just didn't get to it about this technology where you can uh, take somebody's photo and from that you can get all sorts of information about them, their whereabouts, their address, everything you want to know. Yeah, right? yeah. And match it with every photo of them on the Internet. And so now these girls are going to have these photos. They're, they're there permanently. They'll never be erased. And then they'll take the photos and put them into, because that's what they're doing now, they're putting it into uh, uh, actual video pornography. So yeah. you will see, they're doing this with uh, famous actresses. They're putting the heads of famous actresses on the bodies of porn actresses in, in, engaged in sex acts. And over time, they're going to make it look seamless. Well, part of my response to this is you're not going to stop that. So why get worked up over it? How are you going to stop that? It's 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 very difficult for a teenage girl to deal with. Hmm. To know that there's your there's nude photos of you around the world or a simulation of nude photos. It's it's more than a lot of girls could handle. Yeah, I guess so. I was going to say you know. if you're going to do it to me, at least put me on a nice body, right? <laughs> yeah. Something better than my own and be like, "Oh yeah." Now, it, it says here that, uh, you know, they've created uh, likenesses uh, for Oprah Winfrey and Pope Francis. I hope there's not pornographic. No, not a nude uh, Oprah Winfrey. Stop it. Or, or a nude Pope Francis. I, no. Who would want to look at that? Why would you create that? That's I, not going to be. I, I, I don't know. There's a market for everything. Uh, You're the one who talks about the wide spectrum. I, yeah, that's right. Hey, would you like to see nude pictures of the Pope? <laughs> I mean, or, or, or <laughs> Oprah and the Pope together. I, I it's, it's wider than I ever imagined. Uh, they call it digital bullying. Digital bullying. Yeah. People using their phones to, uh, I guess this I mean, is look, a form of bullying, yeah. Look, look, at, look at the girls who get impacted by seeing all these uh, all these sites that promote anorexia and bulimia and these, these like, 60-pound girls online. I've shown Deborah a couple of these, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, pretty, It's really gross, these exceptionally thin, bony girls who look like they're about to die. Yeah, it's awful. And they have thousands and thousands of followers and other girls who've, like, caught the, the anorexia virus, and they're trying to emulate this girl. Um, they, they're not sure what to do. There's not a lot of laws in any states. Faked sex images of real people are so new. 
Federal law is lagging, but a few states, including, of course, California, have outlawed the distribution of faked porn or given victims the right to sue its creators in civil court. Yeah. Uh, 90% of false imagery known as deep fakes, and we've talked about is porn. <laughs> you and I have talked about using deep fakes to try to sell a political message. You, know, you know, maybe to show a Hillary or somebody in a very controversial well, situation again, that's I, made up. But uh, most of it's used for uh, nudity. Yeah. Hillary, Oprah, and Pope Francis. Great. No, I don't want to see Hillary naked either. I was talking about... Uh, <laughs> Who do you want to see naked? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. <laughs> you keep, you're so negative. Well, I don't want to see her, and I don't want to see him. Well, those are the examples he brought up. I, I didn't really know that. Aren't there enough naked people po posting and posing and in porn? I mean, why do we need this? Do you know I think a third of all the internet traffic is, is pornography? Oh, is, it is. is guys, so guys watching videos, at least. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of people this, with uh, this, needs. This is, all, this is all men do all day now because you can get it at home. That's it. Okay, That's, so, but why do, we, why do we need now the whole AI? I mean, there's enough out there already. We don't, we don't need it. It's, it's going to make no. the world more twisted and unpleasant and sick. Yeah, I like, mean, we've covered this story. We're on our way to having the perfect AI sex robot. It's going to happen uh, probably yeah. in the next few years. It's going to be so lifelike. That uh, that's what men are going to order up. Forget men about the stupid blow up doll. Yeah, men will never leave the house. Um, they'll never get married. They'll never have children, and the species will die out. Imagine, Deborah, you could teach it that so that it knows what you like. You see, uh huh. Mm. Be, okay, <laughs> we'll <laughs> always be pleased. Be the ultimate. Always a happy sex. ending. You mean, she... for sex crazed men because that's what men are like. It's like <laughs> That they think about 99% of the day. So imagine right. if they could buy something that felt and, real and then took and, care of their every need. Most, most men find dating a hassle, right? So if you could just skip over all that uh -huh. and you end up... That's so sad. <laughs> well, you know, that's, you, know, you have to get past are. the fact that it's not a real person, right? Right, right, exactly. Oh, that, that, that small little something. Yeah. I think, no, I think a lot of guys will be happy to get there. They wouldn't there. have a problem yeah, with that's, that. Yeah, that's, that's not a, that's a feature. You know, can I just say one thing related to AI? I actually um, got, had a few voiceover jobs to do before I came to work, and it said that my voice will be, they, they showed me a video, and they said, your voice will replace the AI voice. I was like, yeah, that's Ooh. great. Is I mean, this because, part of the new contract? No, no. Well, oh, I mean, okay. no, th but this is no. Uh, okay, this is non-union voiceover oh. work. I can't do union voiceover work because I am I am a SAG after member. Again, right, the radio is, the, the news department radio station here is completely, it's a different it's a different part of SAG-AFTRA. But right. anyway, so this was a different job, and it said that my voice is going to be replacing the artificial intelligence voice. And I was so glad because part of what the actors, uh, the voice actors and actors are striking about is AI because our voices are being replaced by AI. There's no need for humans anymore. But you said you're going to be the AI voice? No, I'm replacing the AI voice. Well, that's very voice. rare. I oh, know. right? Yeah, I know. It happened today. I thought, wow, that, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't heard that happen yet. No, I haven't either. I thought, this is the first I, time. I thought everything was going in the other direction. Oh, yeah. Me too. All right. All right, we'll be well, right back. Trailblazer. Tony, I Tony am. Ken, KFI AM 640 Live Everywhere iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark, real Deborah Mark. Mm -hmm. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Live in the KFI 24 hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.